Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Gassman. We're in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. It's time once again for Tech Talk. And the great presentations just keep coming. We're really excited about tonight. And to introduce our guests here once again is Myrna Vota. Thanks, Larry. So tonight we are going to have two people from HIMSS, Earl Harrison, and all the way from Korea, Jenny Axler. And they are going to talk about the Braille Sense 6 and the Braille Sense 6 Mini and all of the updates and all the great things that it does. And in honor of them, I said, I've got to got to do this on the Braille Sense 6. So right now, I am zooming from the Braille Sense 6. So there, here comes Jenny and Earl. All right. Hey, Myrna, yeah. I just want to give you a top, a top tech tidbit. Um, F4 with the, the, the letter M will actually mute and unmute your audio. You don't have to tap around in there cool. anymore. That's one of the I'm new features. I'm about to do it right now. I'm about to, I'm actually about <laughs> It's so nice because you don't have to press U for unmute and oh, M cool. for mute. And then you go to Well, I'm going to do it right now. All right. Let's see. <laughs> so that just mutes your microphone, FYI, Myrna. It doesn't actually, it's not the Zoom mute. It's actually a Braille Sense mute. That's right. It's uh, a mute mute. Hey, everybody, and welcome, and thank you for letting us um, grace these, the stage of the Pat Price Room here. It's such an honor to be here with everybody today. Um, we've got Jenny, again, all the way from Korea, and we have an extra special surprise I didn't tell anybody about. I hope it's okay. We've also got off to my right, um, my right-hand lady and uh, technology wizard and uh, master gardener, Kelly Harrison over here. Say hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> Very good. We're glad to have you. Yeah. She wanted, she, we have like this a night, had this fantastic dinner. And we're like, hey, why don't you just come on in? Because it's, it's, it's kind of low key. And um, we're just talking about stuff. This, this uh, forum has always just had a very down to earth um, kind of vibe about it. And I said, eh, what the heck? We're just folks talking about technology. Today, we happen to be talking about the, the Braille Sense 6 and the latest 1.7 upgrade and the subsequent patch. Is there anything else you want to add, um, Jenny? Or say hi, at least. Hello, everyone, or I should say good morning. I know it's yeah. evening for all of you. It is morning. I have had my coffee and my breakfast. It is about 9 a.m., so at least I don't have to get up in the middle of the night this time as I've had to for <laughs> some of these webinars. This this one's actually you know decent. Um, but yes, we're, we're going to talk about the latest and greatest with Braille Sense 6. You know, I have to say that I am very, very fortunate to have my job right now. Sometimes you just get lucky and you get to really love what you do. And I think that with the Braille Sense, we're sort of there right now. Um, you know, I, th I think that it's no secret that all of these companies that have worked on Android app or, and, excuse me, Android note takers, whether that be National Braille Press, uh, APH, you know, back in the day, um, Humanware, us, you know, our first attempts were not perfect. They, I don't, I think that's the case for any one of those, you know, clearly 
the B2G and Braille Plus 18 aren't really around anymore. Um, you know, I think that there's no, no doubt that the Braille Note Touch Plus is definitely better than the Braille Note Touch. And I think the same is true when you get to the, you know, consider the Braille Sense 6 over the Polaris. And some of that really is related to Android and what Google has built into their accessibility. And of course, you know, um, it, you know, additions in hardware performance, et cetera. But we really are to a point where it's it's really a dream machine at this point. Um, there's always been sort of that argument between whether you want um, to sacrifice performance for uh, Braille-centric interface and limitations in terms of apps and features, or whether you want to go, you know, mainstream and have all those things and not have the Braille-centric interface. And I think the Braille Sense 6 really does, I think it's one of the absolute best um, machines that really combines both of these, at least as well as anything can at the moment. Of course, we're continuing to improve. Of course, we're continuing to add functionality. Um, and we are going to talk about the latest and greatest in this presentation. So yeah. um, go ahead. And let's uh, step back a little bit for those folks who don't, um, who never had their hands on the Braille since six. Um, we'll just talk about some of the, the, um, the, the form factor. It's a very, very slim device. I know we have several BrailleSense um, users on this uh, webinar right now. Um, and and it's, it sounds great. I mean, just the two speakers on the back corners of the BrailleSense 6 and even the, the, the one speaker on the BrailleSense 6 Mini just sounds fantastic. I've started listening to uh, movies and things like that just using those speakers, but of course, on the the Braille Sense Six, we've got the, the the dual microphones, pretty good recording quality. Of course, if you have binomial microphone, stereo microphone, you want to do super serious digital recording, you can do that. You can plug in. Um, I'm kind of jumping the gun here. You can plug in mixing consoles and things like that um, to to the Braille Sense, and it just works. You know, as long as it's plug and play. There are lots of uh, mixers on the market. But the thing that sets us apart from so many uh, of the other solutions out there is that it's super fast. It's super efficient. As you'll see tonight, um, it's got an octa-core processor. So an eight-core processor compared with our quad-core processor. Was that right? In the, that was in the Polaris, right? No, it was um, a quad-core in the Polaris, right? No, it was octa-core too. It was octa-core as well? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> tell people the wrong thing. Oops. Um, so we've got 128 gig of onboard uh, storage and six gig of RAM. Um, so this just really just makes it the fastest, um, most responsive um, note taker on the market. And I can tell you personally that it has really improved my workflow. And I'll show you here uh, a couple of things, reasons why. One of the, the first things that we did in, way back in the Polaris days was um, we actually integrated something very special into the, the file manager. This is him's work here. Flash disk one four list. We've got the flash disk. Of course, like I said, that's that 128 gig of uh, onboard storage. And of course, that can be expanded using the um, SD cards or any number of other storage devices, uh, peripherals. Google Drive two four list. Um, we've got Google Drive. Uh, so we've got now we've got support for cloud computing and it's just got better with the latest release because we've added one drive. And if you if you have a BrailleSense 6 and you don't see one drive, uh, it's because you've got to at least log in um, the first time. Right. Or is that Dropbox? I think maybe that's just Dropbox. No, you'll but, see all of them in the list. But you will you see all of them in the list. OK, yeah, 
they all appear, but when you press enter, if you have not logged into one, it will bring you to a Chrome web view that you need. To right. Okay. So we've got we've got uh, Google Drive, OneDrive, Dropbox, four four list items, and Dropbox. So if I want to, um, I, I can go to any of these. I'm going to go into Google Drive, Google Drive first of all. My Drive folder one three list. Um, for those who might be familiar with the Polaris, we had. Um, Google Drive, and you just got into, as soon as you went into Google Drive, all your your hodgepodge of uh, files that you've uploaded and that other people have uploaded for you as well. Shared drives, folder two, three list. Now we have something called shared drives, which is for those um, organizations with a, a Google Enterprise account, like Google Suite, where the uh, network administrator can actually share folders and files and things between different groups of individuals. Shared with me folder three, three list and we've got shared with me. So that's where all the files and the things that other people have shared with you live. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and press backspace out of here. Just bring Google me drive, up two, four list one level at a time. And I'm going to go into OneDrive. And, and I, I've got two items here. Shared with me folder two, two list um, in this case, all I've got is my drive and shared drive. My drive so I'm going to go into items. my drive. And this, of I course, folder one, 14 list is all being done on the cloud, folks. So if I'm out and about and I end up at the, um, at the store or something and somebody says, hey, what's your account number? And I don't know it. But I know that I've written it down on my computer. Manager, one close picture, picture, press enter to activate. Uh-oh, your 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 Braille is going yeah. wacky. Sorry. <laughs> if I'm if I'm out and about and I'm and I want to, I, all I need to do is connect to the internet, and of course I could do that with the hotspot on my iPhone if I want to. Columbia Heights Centennial Folder Two. Um, let's go in oh, right here. There's a, a show that I did a couple. Let's see here. So, just to show you, I'm on the cloud right now, and I, and I could just copy and paste this onto my flash disk just as easily as I can copy and paste from a thumb drive to my flash disk or vice versa. But if I press enter on this file because it's an MP3 file, it's simply just going to recognize it, it's just going to open it. So it's just an MP3 file. It's one of my backing tracks. Just open the media player to play that. So that's how easy it is to use Dropbox and OneDrive. So when I when I develop something like a video a, a tutorial and I want to share it with Jenny, for example, I can do it on the BrailleSense 6 using a peripheral called a, a video capture card. And when it's done and I'm, I'm happy with it, I can just copy it off of my flash disk uh, or, or off of the, uh, the, the card, the, the SD micro card that, that's in the, in the uh, capture card and upload it um, just as easy as copy and pasting to um, my thumb drive. I can upload it to a shared folder that I might be sharing with Jenny, for example. Um, let's say that I want to, um, I'm hearing a weird noise. Is that you? In that touching the microphone stand? No. Weirdness. Okay. Um, if I want to um, share this, this Dropbox links, this Dropbox link, this file with somebody, I can press backspace L. Link HTTPS. And it actually spawns the link that I can then copy. Copy complete. Copy complete. File manager. And now I can. I think somebody's phone is vibrating. It's when I press the keystroke, it does say Jenny Axler. I'm not sure <laughs> what that is. Are you are you with us still, Jenny? 
Can you hear that? No. Is what it's doing. I can't hear it. Oh, no? I'll be happy to send you a copy <laughs> later <laughs> on. <laughs> Related to cross cables or something, but I'm it, it does to sound like something like a cable or something. Yeah, yeah it does sound near, like you that. Know, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what. Okay, um, well, I'm going to mute myself for now. Okay, okay. I'm going to continue on. File manager. It's always an exciting time, isn't it? It's a good thing we're such just like casual people, right? The next thing we're going to talk about is really exciting with the new version of um, uh, the, the firmware, and that is the support that that I know that our support guys over there uh, and gals <laughs> over there at, at Hims in Austin has pushed for and pushed for, and uh, we backed them up on it. And that was support for OAuth. Um, uh, so this is the idea. I mean, remembering that on May 30th, anybody remember what was important about that day in the Google sphere? Oh. Um, so that was the day that all unsupported devices was gonna, were, were going to no longer be supported. And it, that day came and went. Um, we saw the writing on the walls. Um, fortunately, the folks and uh, the brilliant developers and, and HIMS uh, answered because, remember, you, you used to be able to go in, log on to account.google.com, go and check a checkbox check that says allow less supported devices. Uh-uh-uh, that's gone away. So no longer can you do that. However, if you turn on two-factor authentication, you can still um, have the, the system generate a an app-specific password, which you can then plug into the password field of your, the HIMSS email client, and it will work brilliantly. But try to explain that to some people. Um, not that um, there's... You know, we're not all techies, right? And um, some people are more techier or less techier than others. And when when um, you talk, start talking about two-factor authentication and app-specific passwords, all of a sudden, you know, you got the um, deer in the headlights look, and it's like, are you speaking English anymore? And for and um, so what we've done is we've allowed for people to log on using Google. So since they're trying to set up a Google email account, anyways, all you really need to do is when you go into your email client and um, press, go into the, the menus and, and go into the, the, the account manager, which by the way um, is enter M so to, to get into the account manager in there. And then you add an account First, um, first box you you get is to, to select the server type, whether it's going to be a uh, POP3 IMAP or Exchange account. You want to select IMAP because that's the beauty of IMAP is you can delete it on, you know, emails on uh, whatever device you want to, and it goes away everywhere. So you want to select IMAP, and then you want to tab over, and um, you're basically down arrow or space F4 down to Google. And then if you keep tabbing, you'll see a new button called log on using Google. And at this point, what will happen is you will go log on using Google, input your username and your password, and then you go and you do all the allows, you know, you want to allow it to do it. And then, 
hopefully hoping that you do have a verified uh, mobile phone number uh, on your, you know, connected to that Google account, you will receive a notification that's like, hey, this device um, is trying to log on to your account. Is this you? And you just tab over to the, or, you know, basically swipe over if it's a, a Google phone or an iPhone and double tap on that yes link. And it'll just let you in and it'll start working for that account. So we've, we've got that working. It's really kind of streamlined that whole process of uh, being able to set up the Google account. And um, we've also done the same thing with Bookshare. Uh, so we're using the Bookshare API version two now which does allow you to uh, download the uh, file manager. Let me, let me go in here. I'm going to go into uh, K for books. Daisy player D. Go down to Bookshare. C. Oh, that's OCR. Bookshare yeah. download. B. Bookshare. Books one four list item. Um, and I've I've got all these different categories, and the new API is, supports the 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 new. Um, uh, uh, audio narrated, real human narrated audio books. So um, I went and downloaded a few examples. List so I'm I'm basically going down through this list. There's periodicals, reading list, three, four list, reading list, download history, four four list. Items. There's my download history. I'm going to tab over. No more results found. Search content. Download history, four four list item. Okay. Download history, four four list item. No more results found. Search content, download history, four, four list item. Let's see. No here. more results found. Oh. Search content, download history, four, four. I guess list I didn't. Reading list, three, four list item. Do a search here. I'm going to go up to my reading list. No more here. results found. Search content, reading list, three, four list uh, item. Is that impressive? No, no. Wireless no. LAN, two, two list item. I'm just going to see if I'm Access connected point, here. No items, list item. Dog park, encryption, WPA, two, sensitivity, excellent, connected one, three list item. Huh, Wireless LAN, two, two list item. Okay. So. Long story short, it's not working right now, but it it, it did. I actually downloaded that book by uh, um, what's that young rap artist's name? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, <laughs> come on, she's like 16, and she's like one. She swept the Grammys and crazy a couple of years ago. Um, anyways, it's it's her reading her own autobiography. That um, 16, and she wrote a book. Wow. Yeah. D. Let me go back into my bookshare. Search content, reading list three, four list item. Download history, four, four list item. No more results found. Search content, download history, four, four list item. No more results found. Search content. My download, download history, history four, four disappeared. Try going into books and find something different. I don't want to take up all the reading time list, just three, looking four, for a book. Let's, two, four, let's, see, um, one, four, let's go ahead and go into books. You could always just go to like search the... title one, five list item. Let's do a search. Give me a title. Um, title edit box what, what do you want me to search no words for? Entered. title edit box. look for where the crawdads sing okay can i do this in where the the crawdads c-r-a-w is that right c-r-a-w-d-a-d-s that should be enough where the crawdads sing delia owens 150 list there it is great book yeah so i've already got the download book here this content is not available for download oh so why not that's weird. Yeah, that's really un unusual. I, I actually, I, I have the um, the scrolling progress indicator on my Braille display that's that's really implying that it is downloading the content. So, 
So anyways, we, you, if you got the Braille Sense 6, um, go ahead and play with that. It will work better because you'll be by yourself and you won't be in front of a bunch of people trying to make it work. Okay? And then you play it in the Daisy Player, which I think is great. Yeah. So you get the navigation. You know, it's really fantastic. And she's talking about the Hymns Daisy Book Reader. So there, there are three choices you have when you go to download a book. You've got the, the just simply download it, download and extract the book download extract and um open the book in the the hymns daisy book reader that's that's the one i usually use the most and so it just downloads it extracts it next thing you know you're in the daisy book reader reading the book um either you do using the the audio or the braille to read the book so um final manager f i think that the uh the technology final manager gremlins are having a fun time with us today uh okay so so that's that's you know the, the the cloud storage stuff that's huge, the um, OAuth for email and and Bookshare and the ability to download the narrated books is fantastic. Um, in fact, let me just take a look. Final manager F here. I'm going to go back into books. Web browser B. I'm going into oh that's a web browser. Final manager Daisy Player D. Daisy Player. Open Daisy a thousand splendid sons. Play script folder one three list item. And Billy Eilish folder two three list. Billy Eilish. That's her name. Um, so I'm going to press select space Billie to Billie select that. Billy Eilish. And I'm just going to press enter. Multi line edit box. Okay, and it's actually going to be Billy reading the book herself. It's a big production thing, and it's got lots of music in the beginning. We're going to bail. Exit Daisy Player. Are you sure? Yes, prompt button. Yes, I'm sure. Let Daisy Player. Get on the, the Daisy Book Reader. Um, and really, again, it just it sounds the, the the sound quality on the Braille Sense is really really good. Um, I know I've got a I've got a Victor Reader Stream. I've got the the Blaze ET, and we got all the things around here. But um, I, I really the, the my favorite thing to listen to content on is the um, the Braille Sense Six. So um, let's talk a little bit about third party applications. And Jenny, you feel free to <laughs> chime in here at any point if I left anything out. Um, if you make it back here. If not, we'll just forge ahead, unfortunately, without you. But um, I'm back to my main menu. I just press the F1, and I'm just going to press the letter A era. to get into, uh, yes, ERA, you heard right. I'm, I'm in my all apps program here, or folder, rather. And I, one of the things I wanted to do on this, this program is really just kind of demonstrate some of the fun things or show you some of the things that we do on the day-to-day -day with third-party apps. Um, I actually have, I can submit like Instacart orders. The, the app for Instacart works fantastic. I've, I've taken transactions from point A to point B using eBay. Uh, um, we, I, I, when I'm on the road, Netflix is probably one of my best friends uh, in here. And it's all really very accessible, very easy to use. Um, not all applications, of course, are created equal. That's why we have rating systems, right? Um, let me just go down through this applications list all documents reader so i've got an all document reader amazon alexa amazon alexa mm -hmm. i didn't say that over there did you she didn't respond um i've got that thing in here amazon shopping i've got amazon shopping dangerous app that's very accessible works mm -hmm. really well mx 
Amex, so I can actually go in and manage my um, Amex cards. APK downloader. Uh, the APK downloader, if you uh, not so much a, a thing with the Braille Sense Six as it was with the players, where you had to go down and sideload APKs from uh, other sources. Apple Music, very accessible, very good. I'm not a subscriber anymore because we've got just so many other sources of music. Assistant. I did test it, the the, the uh, Google Assistant. Odyssey. Audio Lab. Uh, we're not even out of the A's yet. So let me just go ahead and jump to... Um, Bard Mobile. Be My Eyes. I got Bard Mobile. Be My Calendar. Eyes. Camera. Chrome. I'm just going to go through down through the list here. Contacts. Disney. Drive. Dropbox. eBay. Edge. Envision AI. Facebook. That's right. Envision AI now free and works like a champ. You can actually do batch scans and scan the individual pages if you want to. Files by Google. Um, Fire TV. Fox 9. So I've got just a whole slew of things in here. Let's say that I want to use an app called Lookout. That's something else I wanted to to demonstrate today. Um, It's CNA or Envision AI is really good. those work great if you you get the hardware, I guess, the Google glasses, the glasses. But I often tell Jenny Axler that she's kind of like a nightmare for me when it comes to my finances because she's like, oh, guess what I just bought? And, of course, I have to have one, too. And I guess it, that, that knife cuts both ways. But the last thing that I was compelled to purchase on an uh, impulse was a tablet stand. And this is one that Jenny purchased a while back, and it really very it's, it, it folds up into three places, um, three pieces. It just folds down really small, and you can open up, and you've got a really nice solid tablet stand here. And I am actually going to push my computer back so I have a little bit more room to work. Okay, I might get a little further away from the microphone. So because the tablets. So I basically have just put my, my um, I'm going to move this over here in front of me. So I've got this tablet stand and actually it's going to become my stage companion, I think, because it's so solid and it's tall enough where if I'm sitting in a chair, I can still operate the Braille Sense. And I'm going to start an application called Lookout. Local news. There's local news. Lookout. And let's see how the technology gremlins treat me with this one, right? Button signed in as Earl Harrison, HarrisonEarlGmail.com account and settings. Okay. To activate. So I'm going to tab through here. And that's really when you're using a, <laughs> a third-party app, it's really just a bunch of tabbing, 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 enter, ta- entering text. Button change language. Um, but you can use first-letter navigation too, right? Button turn camera off, press you, enter you, to activate. You can, theoretically, with most applications. Button recents, press enter to activate. Button explore. So yeah. in button food labels, press button text too. So there's text. I've, I've, I've ended up on text. And I'm just going to go ahead and uh, press enter here. And grab some random thing. I auto chersochenergy.com P to a day. Or G regularly. Ease by. And that's really actually pretty Season good. Saving. I'm just going to open the page. You see, this is a, like a, 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 it's a flyer. Okay, this is about my dryer vents. I'm just bre- grabbing this random stuff that I've got laying around. And I'm just 
I'm just setting it down under the camera and it is just reading whatever I set down. I don't have to press enter again to make it work. It just knows that I'm, it just figured out that I'm, I, I put a different thing down there and it just snaps the picture when it senses that it's changed. Let's see what we do with, um, Button documents and list six items. Press enter to act button currency. Press enter to activate. Let's see what it does with currency. Like I have my, so I'm going to got, I'm going to reach in my drawer here where at my. Oh, now I know where his money is. He knows where all the money is. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got a big old safe across the room too. That's that. She knows the. the, the... That's empty. <laughs> <laughs> but he's probably the only one who has a force field around where the money yeah. is. So. All I, you ever know, blind people, all we ever carry around are twenty dollars, <laughs> $20 or ones. Yeah, yeah. But, but that works really, really well, as you just heard. It just as, as soon as I stuck that twenty dollar bill under the camera, I mean, I am so psyched because there are. If I tab through here, button images beta press enter to so images is in beta, but it'll it'll look at an image and see. What else we got here? And it'll tell you, like I, I held a peach up in front of it the other day. It told me it was a peach. Button currency, um, button documents, press enter to activate. Button text, press enter to activate. Let's see here. And then I ate the peach. And she ate the peach. Button explore. Yes. Press enter. Button food labels. I mean, she's like, are you stupid enough where you don't know it's a peach? I'm eating it. All right. I'm going to see here. I've got food labels. Food labels. I had some food around here. What is this? No product in view. Yeah, I know. Give me a second. See, it's pushy. How about that? Forest grass, healthy grains, bar oats, and honey with toasted coconut, 12 box. <laughs> Isn't that phenomenal? Yeah, I got something else over here that I grabbed. Is there a more info button when you scan a product? Uh, good question. Button text, press enter to activate. Two. Uh, no, I think it's all that's on there. Oh. Here's something. What is this? It's an envelope of some sort with some something in it. I bet it's my favorite. Uh... No product in view. Oh, how about that? No product in view. Other side. Product not recognized. High V seasoning mix for ah. Mexican style. High V seasoning mix. High um, Mexican style. So, so that's just a little bit little demonstration of the. Um, no product in view. Uh, I'm going to get out of this application. No space Z. Otherwise, it's going to keep hounding me. So, um, so let's see what time we got here. I'll do a space T. Zero seven thirty nine twenty eight p.m. Stop. You know we've got seven thirty nine here. I'm just trying to think of what else we have in the last updates besides, um, you know, last patch besides some bug fixes and some stability things. Um, Oh, one of the big things that, that they did, and it was really um, hotly requested, manager, was the um, in the media player, media player, M. you know, of course, with 1.7, we came out with the podcast app, which is phenomenal. FM radio. R. We now have, you know, we've always had the FM radio. And by the way, yes, you do need to have a headphone connected because that serves as your antenna. Podcast P. This podcast that we introduced earlier on. Web radio. W. Web radio. Voice recorder. V. And now we've got voice recorder. So they've actually separated voice recorder um, from the media player. Um, so it still works pretty much the same way. It's just they just 
thought would be better if the thing that you played music with the media player would be different than the thing you recorded with. And it, it, it does make sense um, from, from a file management standpoint. So <laughs> what else have we done? We've, we've added the ability. And this is something I have not even played with yet because it's like, like way above my pay grade, I think is the, the ability to, to actually mark up in a, daisy format so you can actually record in daisy and on the fly and this is going to just take some practice um you can actually say you, you can actually specify so different sections um using daisy markup and at different levels which is uh, really cool uh, so you can actually do your own audiobook if you wanted to that way um I think that's really about everything I wanted to talk about today. Of course, I mentioned Netflix. I mentioned all the other things. Um, waiting for Jenny. If she comes back, we're going to just go ahead and step back and let her uh, cover things that I may the big fill in the big gaping holes I may not have talked about. We do and, have some um, hands, but, by the way, Earl. But in the meantime, you know, I just didn't want this to be all about us. I wanted to hear from some of the other folks on here who are using the Braille Sense 6 on the day-to-day basis and sharing maybe some of the things that you like about it, about the product. Uh, and if you have any questions, I think I'm going to go ahead and just kind of open it up at this time. All right. And Ron, you can help us with that. We have at least one hand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one person from area code 614 has a question. 614. I want to say that's Ohio. Okay. Um, this is Shirley. This is Shirley. Good evening, oh, Earl. Hi, Shirley. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? Anyway, I have a couple of um, questions. Um, well, I'll make a couple comments also because you wanted to hear from people who are using it. I absolutely love, love, love um, the podcast app. That's one of the neatest awesome. things I've seen in a long time. So I really, really enjoy that. Um, I do use uh, Bookshare quite a bit, which brings me to a question. Okay. It seems like every so often I have to re-sign in to um, Bookshare. And with only. the way the new app works, it's a little bit more of a pain than what it used to be. You have yeah. to you know, allow the BrailleSense uh, to yeah. use it and all that stuff. So do you have any idea why that's happening? Is well, that a um, a bookshare thing? If I haven't used it for so yeah. many days, or is that part yeah. of the uh, Braille Sense now, or or what's the deal well, um, that I have to re-sign in every so often? I and I guess the only other thing was I I have not put the patch on, and I was trying to figure out if there's a real um, reason that I really need to or should. Bug uh, fixes put that new patch on it, you know, unless there's something else I really need. So bugs fixes and stability fixes for, for um, the patch. It's a, yes, you want to install that. And it might even okay. iron out your problems with the bookshare login. I've heard okay. of that. I, I know that that's, that had been reported and I know that they were working on it. <laughs> I just don't know if it made it into the 1.7 patch, but I know that they're working on it. So you're going to see that stuff level out over time because remember not only is it a new bookshare um you know bookshare right app, it, it's a new api that bookshares release so that that's what our developers are using to develop the the interface 
and um, right. it's all it's all kind of new. So give it some time, and I think it's going to level out over time. It's okay. Just- well, it's a it's a marvelous um, feature, but it's just annoying to have to do that every so often because there are a few things you have to remember to do. And I used to have to do it every so often, even prior to this. Ah. So I wasn't sure, you know, um, yeah. what the deal was, but. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, those are great features of the dictionary. The, you know, the built-in dictionary is wonderful. Um, and the the Google app. But I tell you, for those of you who like podcasts, I never did much with podcasts before. And, I mean, you could be every waking hour uh, listening to a podcast and you'd never be caught up. So <laughs> I do want to thank you guys for making that available. <laughs> Wow, I'm so glad that you're using it successfully, and 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 so easy to use too. You just you know pick your repository, which which one you want to look for, I you know iTunes or whatever, and and you type in your podcast name, and there it is, and you just update the feed every time you go into the to the app, and um, that's the other thing you can do now too with the podcast is that if you download, if you don't just stream it online and you want to download it and have it with you, you can now download multiple episodes. You can select and download. Yeah. And one thing I found, uh, and I don't know if they fixed it with the update also with the patch, cause I had, uh, told one of the tech support about it. If you tried to just down download one, uh, from the last update, it wouldn't do it. It would make you think it was updating it, but it really wouldn't download it unless you selected it as if you were going to do multiple ones. Mm-hmm. And I told problem. them about it, and I don't know if that got fixed in this patch or not. Yeah, it should be. She's back. Hey, Jenny. Well, I've been here for a while, but I, I've had to bypass the mixer. I think I've got a serious technical problem. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, we have about seven more raised well, thanks hands. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Shirley. Thanks, Shirley. All right. Okay. Next is Carla. Hello. Hi. I'm a brand new BrailleSense owner and user, so I'm learning. <laughs> I finally did it, um, and I love it. Um, oh, love is a good word. Uh, the questions, and I think, Earl, I think you were the one that talked me into it. All questions. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, but the questions I had were, I, what kind, I had a couple of questions. I wanted to know what kind of a tablet stand you got and where you get it. And I wanted to know about this audio mixer app, how it works. And if it's... Oh, are you talking about MoMedia? Yeah, whatever uh, that is. MoMedia. And, and okay. if you're going to have a tutorial. And then the other question I have is, how many language dictionaries can I install? So, okay. So language dictionaries. We have English, Spanish, Italian. And French. And those How many do you have on there simultaneously? All of those. So you can have any of them or all of those. None of those are all of those. They're all free. Um, when you first open it, it will ask you what you want to install. If you don't install them all at once, you can press, I believe it's space enter I uh, when you open the dictionary and it will give you the rest of the options. And you can just select all of the ones you want to install with space. So you can have any of them. And there's UK and US English, as well as Spanish, Italian, and French. Um, The first one, the OCR stand is the Belkin B2B. That's the letter B, number two, letter B, portable tablet stand. Sorry? I said, how she remembers this stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> you could you spell that? Could you spell that? It's um, Belkin is the brand, B-E-L-K-I-N, which is a pretty popular brand, Belkin. And then it's the letter B, the number two, and the letter B. And then, so it's Belkin B2B portable tablet stand. And you can get it on Amazon. Actually, I was recently looking it up because I, I'd heard they had different sizes. And I wondered if they had a phone. Actually, it's called portable. Sorry, it's called portable tablet stage, actually, is what they stage. call it. Yes. Um, oh. it's how much is it? It's about $79 on Amazon. You can also get it from Target or Walmart or so I actually found it everywhere when I Googled it. So it seems <sighs> to be pretty readily available. And I think they used to have multiple sizes according to someone, but I've only been able to find the one. But the thing that I really like about it, um, it's a very, very versatile because of its size. Um, it, it, it's basically a platform with a slit across one mm -hmm. end. So whether you're wanting to use your phone or your Braille Sense, a mini or a 32, you're able to position the camera so that it's gonna work for you, which is, it's just pretty cool because it's got a whole platform on the top and then a whole platform on the bottom. There are also lots of tactile guide points in terms of, you know, how to get your documents lined up. The back of it kind of has a lip that you can get, that you can um, put the document up against and you know it's gonna be positioned pretty well. So yep. it is just really cool. I went, so I, I got this, the stand on Jenny's recommendations so, as with so many other things. And I, um, that day I got it, I set it up and I, I went to my safe and I pulled out um, my tax returns and things all dating all the way back to like 2002, you know, and I, I just stuck it under there, identified it, said, this goes, this goes. And then the next day I bought a shredder because it was all, in, it all ended up in the shredder. <laughs> Did Jenny recommend the shredder? No, I did, she did not. not. She did not. <laughs> hey, let's talk about some peripherals. Let's not talk about that. That 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 that. What what mixer is that? That's giving you a fit right now. Oh, it's it's not the mixer. I mean, generally, it's served me very well. But I was trying it with my computer too, and um, ah. I had similar problems. So it's the mixer for sure. And it's, I it's hate a to shielding say it, issue. Got uh, no, well, it is. It, it sure sounds like that, but I tried mm -hmm. multiple cables and I tried multiple devices. So I tried multiple. It was the USB cable, I'm very sure, but uh, I tried different ones and I tried uh, ones that are supposed to be. So I, it could be an electrical issue, actually. Yeah. I think it might be. Um, <laughs> so it's an Allen and Hughes. It was mixer, weird because it happened all of a sudden. Well. It, it, was, it wasn't yeah. there, it wasn't there, and then it was. Well, so, and yeah. I've used that setup multiple times to record my podcast. I didn't change anything. Um, and I've used it on Zoom. One of the reasons I like it is because it has, it offers loopback. So I can actually just yeah. run the Braille Sense right through and right. connect it directly to it. It's a great so, and I the, also One of the things that you recommended for me was this this rockville rock oh yes <laughs> pro four mixer and that, that's actually what you're listening to me the braille sense and kelly through it's a little 69 dollar mixing uh a mixer that um you can plug into your braille sense and you'll you'll, you'll hear you can pipe your braille sense through the mixer and, and it will you just need the one cable the usb cable and you can go on Zoom and everybody can hear your Braille sense. Um, I've got a different configuration set up now, but, you know, but I am using the Rockville mixer for the audio and the Braille sense. But um, that, and you have a microphone. You had a, recently just got a microphone, didn't you? Oh, 
yes, my my favorite new thing for the Braille Sense is the oh I could have plugged that in. Um, yeah, is the Mackie Element Chromium, and this is now this doesn't do loopback, but what's really cool about this this is basically like I call it a blue Yeti on steroids, <laughs> but it's actually it's a bit smaller than the Yeti, but it has like the multiple uh, microphone pickup patterns. So it has the stereo. It has for those of you who know audio, it has an omnidirectional, a cardioid. Um, and a figure eight. So basically it has a stereo configuration, which sounds really fantastic. I actually demoed this on my, uh, on SenseCast, our podcast on episode six. So if you want to hear what it sounds mm -hmm. like, you can. Um, it has a stereo and then it has the figure eight. What that is, is it's, it's a mono microphone that points in front and in back or rather uh, across from you. So for example, if you're doing an interview, you can actually have someone sit across from you, set this microphone between you and you have capsules pointed at both of you. Um, so that's pretty neat. The stereo is also really good for a conversation, but what's great about this is that it also has an oxen and an instrument in. So it's kind of a, a poor man's USB audio interface too. It's, it's um, well, I don't know if that it's that poor. It's, it costs about 200 bucks, but when you consider all That's of this- That's pretty cheap for that all that functionality. Yes, really. for all that functionality, because it has a built-in stand, it has the oxen, it has the microphone in, it's got, so the oxen is stereo. It's basically a stereo line-in. The um, instrument level in is, is actually, I, I don't, they call it instrument level, but it's really, it's has quite a bit of amplification actually. And you just um, plug it into a, your Braille Sense and it works. Yes, yes. It's just a USB. Everything's integrated into the stand of the microphone, all the ports and controls. You plug it into the USB port of your Braille Sense 6 and it just works flawlessly. So you kind of have a mixer. You can do a podcast, you can do Zoom. And yeah, I could have, I actually, what I could have done was used one Braille Sense and plugged like my mini as a line in and, and done that um, since my little, uh, yeah, whatever guys, I was doing before you, you, didn't work. You can go ahead and, and get more questions, but I do want to ask Jenny if there's any non-related work-related things that you do with your Braille Sense Six that you just kind of um, do for fun. Oh gosh, um, hmm. I mean, I'm sure I do. I use it all the time, um, but a lot of what I so the answer is yes, but yeah. a lot of what I do uses Braille Sense apps. So for example, I have my personal email, of course, on there. I do a lot of journaling. Um, I do like to attend Zoom presentations on it, which I am on the Braille Sense right now. I'm using the internal microphones to speak. And it to sounds you, but, great, by the way. Um, but I I really like that because you can curl up in a chair, you have first letter navigation, you can turn your voice off and do everything in Braille. So you're not disrupting even your own listening by um, hearing speech. Uh, you And like I said, you've got the first letter nav and you can see the participants and you can do all these things while you're listening and you can just be curled up in a chair. And it's it's so much, if you do participate, you do have very good microphones. You know, it's better than um, I think than listening to uh, like an iPhone or something like that. Right. Sorry for those of you who are on that. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else do I do? Of course, I do use the podcast app. Um, what do I do? Gosh. Okay, next would be Ionda Peterson. Londa. Londa, how you doing? Hi, it is Londa. I'm not sure why it came out Ionda, but... Ionda? <laughs> having some weird issues with Zoom tonight, so it could be that. That's but funny. I, have my Braille Sense 6 Mini and love it. 
Um, you answered my question. My question was going to be whether the tablet stand would work with the mini, and it sounds like it it would. So yes, um, yes. So there's fun. a there's a little thing that you normally fold up um, to put your phone against, or even the BrailleSense 632. If you use the mini, you don't want to do that. Um, and some we can walk you through this when you get it too. Um, but you can actually easily feel. You don't want to do that because it'll it'll. Let's see. How do I describe it? Can I chime in here and say, Lana, yeah. you, are, you already have the best stand. They're called your elbows for the BrailleSense 6 Mini. <laughs> no, I still like Because, I mean, you've got, you've got like, what? the the, the, the oh, camera right. centrally located on the BrailleSense 6 Mini, uh, which is really, I think is really great. So if you just want to rest it in your... <laughs> Oops. But but yep. but if yeah. you want to do batch scanning, hands free, or if yes, you're just yes. swiping things underneath it, hands free. <laughs> no, it's still totally worth it. I use mine yeah. with my mini it's all the time. True. <laughs> true that. But um, you can anyway. You can line the camera up with the slit. If you reach underneath, you can feel it, and you'll be yeah. able to very easily tactilely do it. Okay. And have have any of you tried Ira or Be My Eyes with? The I have, and they both work. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. It's a 13 megapixel camera. I hope it works, man. We hope so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I love mine. I I just got it back, and I'm still I'm still exploring. You know, all the new stuff that's on it from the Polaris yeah. Mini, and I I haven't I haven't begun to do everything that I can do yet. But yeah, if it's... you're if you're on the fence about getting one, I'm going to tell you get one. <laughs> Let's go on to area code 502 and come back to Betsy later. Ah, who's, who's calling us from, from uh, Louisville? Yes, I'm from Louisville. Mm -hmm. um, I love my six. Everybody else um, I'm, seem to have one that has a um, problem. Uh, it worked great for a while when putting in the 1.7, but somehow of late in the last four or five weeks, um, the um email after about two minutes comes back with invalid account port number so um actually it's yeah it says like invalid address and are, can you tell me what you're doing when you're doing that if, if you so here's the thing um and i actually talked to our developer about this and said we've we've got to do something about this because yeah. what's i think what might be happening is that if you are in any other mailbox than the inbox it's not refreshing it has to get this little key when it checks it gets this key from google that validates mm -hmm. your ability to use um the google service so right. when you renew the inbox with enter n it does that if you renew another mailbox it does not so this is the problem if you are deleting or you're sending and you haven't renewed your inbox in a while it will do that and it's it's more than two minutes but you're right if you leave it for a few minutes this will happen does that seem to explain what hap what's happening with you no it doesn't i've got uh, two google emails and i tried it in both of them today and got the same results both times when you're trying to renew get new mail with enter n yes well, I, I can't even get to enter in. I'm just, uh, it says uh, receiving message list. And oh, then gotcha. after about nine full cells, it then comes back with an invalid account port number. Okay. Have you gone onto your account via webmail and checked out 
things to see if you, there's a security issue or if something has come in. Um, I can go to my computer and do the uh, Gmail web mail type thing that it has, and that works like a charm. No problems. No, no, no. Never um, told, it never told me anything about a security problem after, uh, no, after I mean, one of these on, incidents. No, I'm, I mean, on the... Uh, okay, probably you're going to need to talk to tech support, <laughs> but I, yeah. I don't... Um, I don't mean, I mean that you actually have to go on the website, not actually checking your email via your PC. I mean, actually go on the, the, the you mean Gmail go to account.google.com and log in there. Yes. yes, in, a, yes. in a web browser and then yes. go to set, yeah. settings and yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And just check and see if there's something that has come up. It should probably on your front page, if there is something when you log in, you probably will see it if you just arrow down the page, if there's some kind of security dialogue, mm -hmm. but you might actually need to contact tech support to troubleshoot this more. Yeah, they deal with this stuff all the time. Um, yeah. I, I would encourage you to send a message to support at hymns-inc.com. Yeah, Chris and I have been in dialogue oh. about this for quite a while. You have? Yes. Have you sent us logs? Yes. Okay, we're going to have to continue uh, this July offline. July 26th, I think, was the last one weird okay next is betsy jenny congratulations on the six i do have one two things though i'm constantly having trouble with files if you have more than one open by taking notes for so many groups that the stuff gets saved in the wrong file or the file totally deletes that's the biggest issue i've had with this latest update and then my and it's constant it's almost every day i lose i use this for hours if you'll remember when i Let started ask, you, years you, ago and i'm constantly having that issue which is causing a lot of issues but anyway the second one is for dropbox as jenny knows me quite well i do not do well unless i have step-by-step -step directions of how to get that to work and there's nothing in the manual that tells you how to do dropbox you know how to go on and activate it and all that stuff on the website I need step-by-step, step, especially now with my dementia, and there's nothing anywhere in the manual that tells me how to do it. There is a YouTube video. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That there won't work a... for me. YouTube, okay. I need written. Someone okay. either to write them. I really think Hims needs to do better about putting their apps right now. Even if you don't want to put it in a manual, have it available so we can get the ones we want. So I still can't do Dropbox. I haven't contacted Tech yet because I was working with them on Bookshare. I can, we got it working good now. So, oh, good. and I use that constantly, but my biggest thing is the files issue. This is much better than the Polaris, but the files not working properly when more than one is open. Betsy, are, you, are you using the word processor, or the notepad? For, I know. use the word processor because I constantly am making Change minute that files. To, you're going to have a lot more success with the notepad. Um, you know, how do you, you do, what's, how do you do the difference, Earl? How do you, I mean, I just make a new file. I'm just, I don't know. I assume it's word processor. Oh, I see. Well, when you start a new file, I would start doing your content creation using the notepad, not the word processor. Would so you, do you have to push notepad? in or how do you get to that? I've never so from the main menu. You press F1, mm -hmm. right? To go to the main menu, then you press and boom, you're in the in the notepad. And push use, in. And as a notepad. Okay. I, I'm sorry. And as in notepad. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. I did that. Okay. So just start it there. And then just do more than one file. So should I just cut and paste minutes from a previous meeting into that notepad file? Because what I do sure. is I put the, because I have to read the minutes from a previous meeting. I got and you. I just use that same file to add the new minutes on the bottom of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jenny, would you agree with me on that? Start doing the, all the taking notes in notepad instead of the word processor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you could copy and you do a, go into a, a, a document from a previous meeting and you do a, a select all with, with, you know, yeah. and then paste it into a notepad. What's the keystroke to start a second notepad session? Is it backspace O, I think? Yeah, I think um, so you, you can actually have two notepad sessions open. It's right there in your main main in, in your. I see that. Yes, yeah. and then you just do the the two and three to get between the two. Exactly. F mm-hmm. two and F three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looks like uh, Myrna is next. Then. Like Jenny, I got the big big braille sense, and I got the mini braille sense, and the mini braille sense goes to bed with me every night, and <laughs> it does. And That's I, a I like that. the yeah no the the my I was using the track. Pat's track broke. My husband's track broke. I said, here, take the track. Um, <laughs> I did. So, and I said, he said, you're going to miss it. I said, no way. So, I mean, you can do Audible. You can do Chirp, which is another app. Chirp is really good. Chirp, you buy stuff and it really, and you know, you tab around. It works really, really well. Excellently work, cool. work. Um, do know. Audible, do Chirp, do Bard Mobile. So you got every book that, you know, the way the book shared, everything that you really want. And then um, you feel like listening to a podcast, you got the podcast. And then web radio, I kind of said, wouldn't it be nice if you did Mushroom FM for me? Because it wasn't there and it was, it appeared. And then I said, wouldn't it be nice if we had the ACB you know, media stuff, and it appeared. So I am a happy, happy camper. But I must be, I'm, I must be a little dumb because Earl and Jenny, explain to me how you're doing this configuration with the camera. So you, you're not using a separate camera; you're using the cameras with that come with the the six and the mini. Is that what I'm hearing? For what? For scanning? For OCR? Yeah, for scanning for OCR. Yeah. So yeah. you. Um, yes, yeah, because we're using a stand. That's how we're doing it. Because you're right, it would be difficult to to hold it up. So what we were talking about was you you buy a, this portable tablet stand. So then right. the Braille sense sits above your document. But yeah, we're using the internal camera. Sure. So you put. So where do you put your? So you put your Braille sense in the slot on the stand. And where does your document go? Like on a table underneath. underneath the- just yep. yep. and you guys are looking the you're using the the Google Lookout or using Envision? Yes, yes. both, both, <laughs> both. I yeah, they both work great. You just made me spend money, Mrs. Axel. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that's gotten this has loved it. See, I, I actually <laughs> no, I had another stand that I thought that's what you were talking about, and I didn't like it because it was like weird and it had this rubber band things on it and stuff. No. Like, I'd gotten it from QVC, oh, no. but no, this one sounds way better. This is the simplest and most versatile one I've seen. And we actually tested a few different ones for another reason here at work. And this Uh is the only one that I would highly recommend. All right, I'm going to go get it. It's long because (laughs) I thought that we had to get another camera. And then Earl was saying, you know, the camera's at the center. I'm going, wait a minute. I think that they're using. (laughs) We are. Okay, we have a phone user, 623. That's me, Joni, from Arizona. You've been talking about this. Braille sense and and the mini. C- could you tell us what the difference is between them? And and so also, sorry. I'd like to know the prices. So the we have the thirty two and the mini. The thirty two is and that's well what they just call the braille braille sense six. It has thirty two cells and cursor routers. It has four USB ports, uh, t- three host ports, and one uh, USB C power port that you use for powering and the terminal for screen reader, etc. Um, 
other than that, most everything is the same. Oh, there's a little LCD on the 32 model. The mini has 20 cells instead of 32. It only has two USB-C ports instead of the four. Um, but all the internals, everything else is the same. Uh, am I missing anything, Earl? That's really mm. the main difference. Just the, the battery the is a bit smaller. A lot, a lot yeah. of ladies like it because they can just put it in the purse, the, the minis. Yes. Um, and it's just it's it's about got half the size. The, all the internal specifications are identical. Everything works the same. Exactly. Oh, it has one speaker instead of two. The mini has yeah. one speaker instead of two, and it's underneath. It has a micro SD card slot instead of the full size SD card right. slot. Um, and like I said, the battery is a bit smaller. There's no LCD, which probably doesn't matter unless you're in education. Um, but for the most part, all the, the usability, everything is the same. The keyboard is a slight bit smaller, but the configuration is exactly the same. All the internal specifications and applications are the same. And you know how people always, you know, the micro SD card in the, on the mini goes under in the battery compartment and the, um, uh, the, you know, the bigger one has just a regular SD card, but <clears throat> in both those situations where we're kind of getting away from that, having to swap files back and forth using the SD card, because when you plug in a BrailleSense 632 or the mini, it actually, um, if you plug it into your computer, it's in mass storage mode already. So it just sees it as an external drive yeah. and you just, you can just browse to it and swap files back and forth between your computer and your okay. six. Suppose you don't have a computer. Well, then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you just have, you don't you have to swap have, files anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can then you can just use your you know you can use SD cards on the on the bigger one and SD micro cards on the smaller one, and you can also plug in, in you know, buy a USB port, um, not a port. What am I thinking? Hub. A hub, um, which supports things like um, um, HDMI and other. Thing, you know, storage devices like what does Chris have? You got it too, don't you? He's got this. Oh yeah, like the Neo storage. Yes, we have the. There's a. It's called the. It, the brand is M I N I X Minix or something like that, and it's the Neo storage USB hub, and this has a built-in hard drive. But mm -hmm. what I love about it is mm -hmm. that. In addition to having all of these other ports, it does have the built-in hard drive. But what that means is you've got a USB drive that you don't necessarily lose quite so easily. It's portable, it has the cable integrated and all that, but it's the size of a USB hub. So it's very portable and small, but not so small that you're gonna like not be able to find it in your backpack. Not the size of a, a your pinky nail, like a- <laughs> Right, some of these thumb drives are so tiny. <laughs> So, Earl, you were going to talk about pricing, and then we have one more hand. Yes. Uh, so the, the the retail pricing of the BrailleSense 632, the bigger one, is uh, $57.95. And no, if you give me 320s, you don't get change, you know, for $60. It's $5,795. Um, and the smaller one is uh, um, got the same power in a smaller package for significantly less money at $45.95. Thank you very much. We also have some uh, trade-ins. So if you have other HIMSS products that you want to uh, apply towards the purchase, uh, like maybe you've got a Polaris, we, we do trade-in uh, value there. And that's all posted on a website, uh, as well as uh, trade-in of, of devices manufactured by others. We will wrap up. And, and before we thank you all, uh, for anybody who would like to get in touch with you all, uh, Tell us about contact information. How can we get in touch? 
Well, you know, I understand that this is mostly going out to our uh, U.S. and Canadian North American customers. Um, I'll give you the, the office information, the contact information for the Austin offices, um, which is where uh, Hims Incorporated is located. And um, the best way to reach us is at 512-837-2000. And you'll be presented with a couple options. Option number one is support. And option number two, when the automated attendant answers, will get you to the sales uh, department. And I might answer the phone at that point if you press two. Um, probably not. I'm, I'm probably not the guy for support. But um, if you want to email support, you can send a message to support at hymns-inc.com. And of course, sales is sales at hymns-inc.com. Excellent. It's been a wonderful hour, and we want to thank uh, Earl and Kelly, as well as Jenny, for uh, especially Jenny for persevering <laughs> and uh, and getting through all of this, because it's never great when you have tech issues, and uh, it's been terrific, and you guys did a super job, thank and we you. thank you all. And next week, we're going to be talking about the Envision glasses, and uh, Myrna has set that up, too, so we'll have her introduce them as well. And I'm looking forward to that. That should be a lots of fun. That'll be next week here on Tech Talk, so join us then.